1: Hello and welcome to episode 157 of the Osher Ginsberg podcast. I'm Osher Ginsberg and this is yeah episode 157 with Danielle Cormack. Find her on Twitter at Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, Cormack, C-O-R-M-A-C-K. More about Danielle in just a moment. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being a part of the show. If you're new, welcome. If this is the first time you've listened to my show. Hi, I'm Osher. I, um, I'm a guy in Australia. I've been on TV for a little while. I've been on radio for a little while. I've been blonde. I've been brunette. I've been crazy. I've been not crazy. Today, I'll see how I feel today, but I'm okay today. And this is a show where I basically just interview people and talk to people and have a conversation with people who've figured out a way to get paid to do what it is that they love, try and unpack it a bit in the hope that maybe you or I might be able to emulate that a little bit because it seems like it's a nice thing to do. So, Anyway, that's what the show is. Thanks for being here. Uh, thank you very much to everybody that is helping this show be here today by pledging money on Patreon, dot com slash Osher. That's how you can help the show for as little as the co- cost of a fancy cup of coffee once a month. You can make sure this show comes to air every single week. I use the money to pay for my audio producer, Andy, and also pay for people to help me more and more, help me schedule Interviews with busy people like Danielle, because uh, sometimes schedules change very rapidly and it's uh, impossible <laughs> to keep up. And that's why I'm able to um, use the money more and more to uh, to help in that. And uh, like, I'm able to get higher and higher profile guests because that sort of logistics is required when you're needing, uh, trying to get people on like that. So yeah, uh, podcasts are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. So if you like this podcast, if it does bring you value, I would ask you to consider just throwing about five bucks a month my way. More if you want, less if you like, none if you don't want to, it's fine. But it would really, really help out. Thanks to everybody that sent me a Podsy this week. It's just the best way that I can find out more about you. It makes me feel connected to you. It really, really does. You're listening to this on a phone. At least half of you are uh, on an iPhone. There's probably about 5% of people that listen to this on on a, um, a laptop. But everybody else is listening on some sort of tablet or phone device and it's got a camera in it. So just snap a photo. Either tag me in Snapchat or Instagram. Tag Danielle. She's on Instagram. She's on Twitter. Let us know where you're listening to the show. Just what are you looking at? You don't need to be in the photo. Just you know, what are you looking at? It could be the dishes, could be the laundry, could be another country. It'd be great. You could also email it to me, send Osher email at gmail gmail dot com. Uh Oh, by the way, if you do support the show on Patreon, there are exclusive episodes that you get access to that uh, nobody else gets access to. Um, I hope your week was good. My, my week was okay, but I did have a rough one. <clears throat> um, sometimes in my life, I can be forgetful or I can be absent-minded. I can be just plain careless and I can also be selfish. I'm still figuring out what... It all is, but I hurt somebody this week by being one or all of the above, either absent-minded, careless, forgetful, or selfish. It was plainly evident that I'd hurt this person, and there was no question that I had been at fault. It does it does suck when I sabotage myself because I turn around and be like, What what did I do that for? Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Now this person's upset and I'm a fuckhead. Ah And no act of contrition can make it better because it's just such a plain violation of just general decency of people treating each other well. So it does suck when I sabotage myself like that. And I I just have to take my lumps and try as hard as I can to make the situation better and try and show as much as I can that I learned a moment, that I learned from that moment. Um so I've got to get that done and then get about repairing the rupture in the relationship uh, which is as much work as it's guys got to take to repair and heal that rupture and hopefully it does leave it stronger i'm sure it will um, but it does suck when that happens so let me tell you about my guest today danielle Cormac is a very talented actress from new zealand who's worked across both sides of the Tasman in Australia and New Zealand and both sides of the Pacific and Australia and the States. Right across the course of her successful career, she was an original cast member of the landmark New Zealand soap opera, Shortland Street, and she has appeared in brilliant television, playing some really diverse and heavy roles and shows such as Rake, Deep Water. The women's prison drama Wentworth. Danielle is a fantastic human being. That she has an energy that I know you are going to resonate with. But this is a long one. We go really deep in this one, guys. We dig super deep, super deep. It might need two listens. Uh, Danielle rocked up at my house with a helmet in one hand, not a bike helmet, a mm-hmm. motorbike helmet. So I was thinking, well, she's got here on anything from a Vespa to a Ducati Monster. So something's out there that she's just ridden here. And afterwards, when uh, it was time to go, I took the dog out and we, Frank and I walked her back down to her bike. And we're going past all the other cars and there's this massive, I'm talking massive, very hot Harley Davidson, which when she started it up had epically loud pipes and Danielle handled expertly. As she roared off up Bondi Road with a wink and a smile and a nod to say goodbye. I don't think that anything could have made her any cooler after our our interview. But then when she jumped on that bike and looked as comfortable and as cool upon it, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Uh, I hope you like the interview. I hope you like the chat. It's a good conversation, this one. Let her know that you heard her. You can tag her on Twitter, at Danielle Cormack. She is also on Instagram. Enjoy the show. Well, thank you for coming. This is the final weeks that we're here at Rancho Relax. So we're moving out of here in about a month, yeah. not even like three weeks. And then, then we're leaving. So but are you,
2: have you got the um, the view at the next place? Because there's the most extraordinary. My we most definitely
1: do not. Uh, this is the the classic Sydney real estate situation. Of can't afford to rent it. Cannot afford to buy it. Yes, yeah. I've been hearing about this. Yeah, so that's See, so, I so
2: I bought an apartment in Sydney about two years ago, smashing, and you know, and I live right on the cross. Yeah, and um, and that area is completely changing now. Yeah. Like, really, it's fast. You know, the whole like scape of it, knocking down hotels, building apartments and everything. And I'm in that zone now of, um, you know, thinking, yeah, real estate's going up. Can I keep affording this area? Um, If I was to sell now, yeah, I might make a little bit, but maybe not so much as to what it would be in a few years' time. But then also the area's really changing. Do I want to live in this area anymore?
1: Yeah very mm. very different for folks not from Sydney basically they change the licensing restrictions on nightclubs in the area mm. and pubs in the area and they just cannot stay open past a certain time you can't get in after a certain time and um, but
2: it's also it's also that that district the, yeah. di- the it's, it's what do they call it the red light district yes
1: it absolutely hundred percent mm. has shifted what that place has been for maybe a hundred years to nothing nothing overnight. so
2: um and, and there's a really interesting discussion around that because no one wants to foster you know, the, the, the kind of activity that puts people in danger in terms of their emotional health and mm-hmm. drugs and all those kinds of things. That, yeah. that you know there are profiteers <laughs> around the area yeah. that profit from that kind of thing and, and and preying on vulnerable people. But at the same time, there's a kind of a certain you know it's a, it's a colourful area. And when you lose that, where does it go? Where do the people that feel like they belong there? Mm. Where do they go? So you know, I, I stand very divided about that. Yeah,
1: I put right it. Around. I put it to you that. Uh, there's profiteering going on in the suburbs of every city in Australia in the pokey room at the local tavern. That's true. People preying on vulnerable people with insidiously programmed poker machines. I'm not a fan, in case you're wondering. You, um, you're not, or you are? I'm not a fan of okay. poker machines. They right. are so heinously programmed psychologically to, uh, if you have even the slightest leaning towards any kind of addiction, they are absolutely programmed with bells and whistles and lights and, and timing and noise and feedback to suck you in.
2: Do you think that, that Apple go into those areas and they go, hey, how can we do this? How can we do this? And we'll do it, but in the form of luring in nine-year-olds, eight-year-olds. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> I'm looking at my six-year-old who just goes, mum, mum, can I get on the iPad? Can I get well, in the iPad?
1: Uh, yeah. The second thing I would say to you is that every city I've been in, almost certainly every city you've been in, every city needs that place where steam... ...can be released, where pressure can be released. And if it doesn't get released in that space, where is it going to go? It's going to come out somewhere. Like that element of society needs to express itself in that way. Mm. When I say element of society, it's a disparaging thing. I don't mean it to be so. I most definitely was there for a good 10 years of my life here in Sydney. Yeah. Most definitely like needed to just cut loose where can I go, where this can happen? Well, it's a
2: shame that I'm not Mike Beard right now, isn't it? <laughs> that you're not actually interviewing Mike Beard. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe I could have answered your questions if no, I was. No, no, no. But, I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs>
1: But, what... you yeah, know,
2: it's a, it's, a, it's a really interesting point. But what is
1: it about other cities that you – know, I know you've been in cities that I've been in, a place <laughs> like Berlin where, what do you mean? We don't close. We just stay open. It's fine. fine. Everybody is okay. No one just murders each other in the street with one hit and then keeps running – uh, like they do in Australia, what is it about our culture that we just can't be trusted on the piss?
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting question because I come from New Zealand. I'm a Kiwi. No. So, yeah, I'm a Kiwi. to do not guess? <laughs> When I offered you those fashion chaps, did you not
1: guess I was a Kiwi? I'm going there Uh, tomorrow.
2: I'm going there tomorrow.
1: My brother is marrying his boyfriend and he's from New Zealand. And And you can
2: get married there. Thankfully,
1: your country has not only beaten us to women's suffrage, beaten us to uh, getting rid of, you know, parts of your defence force that you really don't need uh, or, you know, Renewable energy of female Prime Minister. Also same-sex marriage. There you go. And many times at rugby. But Australia still likes to think they're better.
2: Yeah, but you still got the underarm bowl, you
0: know.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Fuck that.
1: They won the game within the rules. (laughs) Australia would have done it if
2: they could. Here we go. We're going to stay here forever. Um, I... Uh you know I I've just been back in New Zealand and I went out over there yeah. and I could see you know the way that you know th- there's there's not the lockout you know bouncers yeah. let anybody in. Yeah. You know over here they they even sniff one whiff of champagne, champagne you're out. You're not even allowed in the clubs and there's you know the whole nanny state. Yeah. Um you know what sort of culture are we fostering in our homes I yeah. guess like um when Oh, you, uh, education, colonization. Uh, I'm just thinking about that, you know, the whole kind of you know six o'clock closing. Does it go back to then? You yeah. know, like you have to drink before six o'clock. In fact, so much that we're going to put troughs down at your feet so you don't even have to leave the bar you can just to go pee. to the toilet. You can just pee in the troughs yeah. so you can get down your six o'clock swill, was it? Yeah, six o'clock you know, swill is yeah, what they yeah, called it. Yeah, exactly. And so when that's in our, the genetics and the fabric of our culture, of our people, then, yeah, I guess there's going to be a disposition towards binging and having to, you know, it's never enough. Yeah. You know, there's no no education in our schools that, you know, that helps you appropriate your behaviour in terms of social behaviour, is there? I I know that there was a lot about algebra and trigonometry, which for the life of me I cannot remember.
1: Have you used it since high school?
2: Oh, God, (laughs) only when I'm ordering a drink. Trigon... No, 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 no. No, no, I haven't.
1: But I, th- I think you're right. And having lived overseas for some time, uh, I mean, you, you obviously you can compare Australia and New Zealand, very similar from, in some ways, vastly different in many others. I lived in America for a long time and and then I also spent a lot of time in the Netherlands. When you talk about that nanny state, it's not something you notice until you leave. And then you come back here and you realise, wow, what, our traffic cops are everywhere. And that's in, in, almost, in many ways, and I don't mean to sound like I need a tinfoil hat here, Danielle, but in many ways, to me, the way that the state touches society at that level, the volume at which people encounter policing through speed cameras, through, you know, red light cameras, through traffic cops, just kind of leaves you on edge for the rest of your life, you know, and the amount of regulation that goes on. We are meddled with by the, the Australian government so much and that we are constantly being told you are not to be trusted with keeping yourself safe on a job site. You're not, tr- you're not to be trusted with bringing up your own kid. You're not mm. to be trusted with educating your own kid. You're not to be trusted with any of this stuff to the point where some parts of it, I'm like, I'm okay, but I'm sure other parts of the society, it's like, it's not my job. It's not my job to teach my kid anything. Mm. That's what the schools are for. I don't teach, I don't have to t- I don't have to help them with the homework. I don't have to read to them. That's what schools are for. I pay my taxes, that's what schools are for. Mm. And that, it, it, where does that play a role in Now I'm going out at night and I'm gonna get so trollied and I'm gonna smack someone in the face because they looked at me funny or I didn't like their shirt or I wanted someone to film me so I could get on Facebook and now someone's dead, Mm. you know? I mean, that was one particular case in Brisbane. That was like the last thing the bloke said to his friend was watch this, walked over, King hit this boy, 19 year old boy, dead Mm. Mm. Like, when he was filming it.
2: Yeah. Well, that's that, that's that's the you know that's that's playing into this new culture of getting your fifteen minutes right. You know, there, there's there's been you know several cases, not in terms of uh, you know like the physical violence and being drunk, but actually you know kids at school who are you know bandying together and causing fights or um, having sexual not, not I was going to say sexual relations, but you know assaulting young girls when they're really out of their minds to get on on. World Wide Web for five minutes, and things yeah. are joke and, and yeah. So it does go back to the education, what's yeah. happening at home. Um, you know, what what are what are parents armed with at the moment, with in terms of being able to guide their kids to be able to say, "Hey, I'm going to grant you the you know the education of being responsible for your own actions. You know that yeah. you, you what choices you make, but how can you educate your own children if you haven't had that privilege yourself? Yeah. And you know, to me. Uh, you know like looking and especially around the area we like will go back to King's cross and i you know i see police you talk about police policing people who are suffering from serious either mental health issues which lead on to drug addiction and they're being policed in a way that is not understanding the true state that they're in yeah and and so it breeds more fear and anguish and and then you know um self-castigation and it just and the the cycle is never-ending as opposed to maybe going okay what who, who can we put on the streets that might um, represent a, a, you know, a, a more of an olive branch. Mm. You know, some other wardens, social wardens, not police, mm. but people that have educated in terms of dealing with mental health issues mm. and also people who are really wired on drugs that aren't, yes, they might eventually pose a danger to others, but they the, their own worst enemy. And how can you reach out to them in a way for them to maybe start healing you yeah, know, because it, that, I don't know if you saw that amazing TED talk about that guy who was from, he was talking about um, Portugal and. Where well, well, they've decriminalised yeah, all drugs. Yes, and yes. it was just remarkable to me that no one, you know, like when you are you know, living in these countries that are suffering, you know, when they say, you know, drug use is on the rise, um, you know, violence in relation to drug use is on the rise, aren't using that model or trying to implement that model. In fact, they're becoming stricter about drugs. Uh, it's be, it baffles
1: me. <laughs> when when has prohibition worked for anything? N- yeah. It doesn't it make doesn't. it go away. No, does it? No, no, no. I mean, if you think no. about even the most heinous of crimes in our society, outlawing them entirely doesn't make them go away. And you know, when I think about what's, the, I mean, what's the worst thing I could think of? Um, to to a, a sexual assault upon a child. Mm. Okay. Yes, it's illegal, we've prohibited it, but what are we doing to prevent it?
0: Yeah, right.
2: You know,
1: in our society, doesn't matter if you turn up and identify even, you're kind of even faced as a criminal. There's a, a fantastic, again, German um, TV ad where there's this guy, he's just on the train home from work, he's got maybe in his early 30s, he's just sitting there on the train home from work and then a mum and her young son get on the train and he's looking out the window and the kid sits down and you see him clock the boy and then go... <gasps> And then he looks back out the window, forces himself, and you watch him and his eyes go back to the boy and back out the window. And he's like, fuck. And then the super comes up and says, do you love kids a little too much? Right. We can help
2: you. We can help you. So you're offering a solution to people who feel they have a problem. Yeah. And even if it's like one out of ten
1: that reaches out. Could you imagine? Uh, Could you imagine like reframing that? Sure. Reframing that because like
2: but it's 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 it, you know it's it's not shying away from the fact that there is a problem. It's no. not naming it, and no. that's the thing is a lot of people don't want to name it. And I hate no. saying that because I actually just thinking about that that horrible debate the other day <laughs> with Trump and Clinton, oh, and he's going, God. "You got to name it. You got to name it. It's terror." I think in this case, I, I use this as a positive. You know, you go, "Yes, name it." It's it's um. So you just reminded me, you know, like those ads. They did that amazing ad, and I think it was in Spain mm-hmm. where they had a billboard, and I know that um, the company won an advertising. Yeah. for it, where if you looked at it as an adult, from an adult height, it was um, offering, maybe it was advertising towards um, domestic violence. You go, here's a number that you ring. But if you were below a certain height for children, it was like a hologram. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. kids read it really differently, and it was aiming at kids going, if you, as a child, you know, d- d- r- please ring this number. This isn't right. Yeah. So an adult couldn't see that that's what the child was looking oh, at. So wow. So it was, it was pointedly marketing it towards wow. the, uh, an age-specific. From so that
1: perspective. From that perspective, from below, yeah. And wow. I just think,
2: yeah, and if you can gear stuff in a, in a much more, I mean, no one, that, that is, like you said before, you pitch that as the worst of the worst, yes, you know, but the fact is there are people out there that have those predilections, and they're probably just as terrified by yeah. them as well and when they act on them you know and I do not stand beside them, but I stand beside trying to mm. work through the problem and placing uh you know things mm. in, in 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 um you know resources mm. for people to be able to understand what's going on, mm. so they don't have to act on it yeah well, know, so
1: I wonder but, how though you can help people on a on a society wide scale. I mean it's all this stuff's very frightening. I mean if you what was that show I used to do? I used to voice over a show called Recruits. It was um it was basically a non scripted version of a of a scripted show you used to do, which was about people that just came out of a police academy and, you know, it was their first year out on the street. Right. Okay. And 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 it was that was basically following them as they mm. were the rookie in the car with the veteran. It was actually really, really great show. And one night this poor kid, he was I don't know maybe twenty, fresh out of the academy, and they go to Redfern here in Sydney, and there was uh, a man who was absolutely one hundred percent convinced that he had swallowed five snakes and they were now eating him from the inside, and he's on the street, yeah, trying to you know that, that's that's what's happening to him for him, and he's yeah. that is what's happening. It took six giant cops to hold him down long enough for the ambulance guy to get anywhere near him to pop some uh, Valium into him enough. They must've pumped him for like an elephant dose, <laughs> right. just so he, I mean, could you imagine the terror? Now, whether this is drug induced or whether this wasn't, the guy's going through a psychotic episode, mm. all right? It's terrifying, right? So if you're a general public person and you're out on the street and there's someone screaming like they're being eaten inside from snakes, That's terrifying. You want cops on the street. Mm. You want those big burly cops to be there. But is that the best response? Is the response, as you mentioned earlier, having someone who's compassionate to this, who's been trained a little to go, ah, oh, I see what's happening here. But
2: don't they? That's why they employ. They've you know they've created critical response is it like response teams. They yeah. actually go in there beforehand oh, to ascertain. Good. I think they did it in Victoria for a while, didn't yeah. they? Where they there was a huge amount of people, police people, <laughs> the bowl, turning up to um, and I. I Police are necessary, of course, but um, and 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 perhaps they weren't necessarily well versed in the ways of dealing yeah. with people who were in a state of of, of great stress, yeah, and, and they were very distressed. So, um, you know, they they were you know responding to it in a way that perhaps there's some gun wielding mm. guy there about to shoot a million people, as opposed to someone who was really, you know, distressed and yeah. you know it was more about their own life, yeah. Um, and so I think they can send in people now that can ascertain Wouldn't where what great. level, yeah. So and especially nowhere more now than in america, oh good lord oh good lord i'm I'm heading there um on uh, this weekend pirate and, season. No, no pirate season. No. No. Arr, arr. Arr. Yeah, I'm, I'm go I used answer. to call
1: it that every year. I yeah, I like
2: it. that pirate season. Yeah. I would love to tune up there with a patch on my eye. And- I
1: would say to my ex-wife all the time because she was an actress <laughs> and a producer, I'm like, are you ready for pirate season? <laughs> love I love mean, it. Like, <laughs> I want
2: to turn up like Jack, was it Jack, Jack Sparrow, Sparrow, like, jo- Jack like Johnny Sparrow. Depp and bringing yeah. dogs illegally into the country.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pirate season. You know, you're there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. people are pillaging you for you know, your emotions. Oh God, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, no, it's no. the worst. Oh, I know. Uh, it's a tough thing to get through. We'll, we'll no. get to that. No, totally. uh, but,
2: but, but in terms of like, you know, going back to this thing, you know, for me right now, all I all, you know I, I see there's so much around the world that I find some days incredibly saturating and, and too much for mm. my little brain and my heart and I just go oh my god you know oh, is this getting worse or is this my tolerance lowering for mm. it um, uh, and so you know on, on the good days I go well what can I put into place mm. how can I respond to the world and you know I know I can't change it by myself absolutely not I wouldn't think that I, I'm not God I can't play whatever you believe God to be but you know what are the little things I can do? Even if I can change one person's perspective on, you know, if they've come from a shitty background and they, you know, they were never cared for by their parents, to show them that that's not necessarily how the rest of the world mm. is, that there are people out there, they might not be blood relatives, but will take an active, vested interest in their well-being and show them that they there are opportunities out there because maybe the blankets have been pulled right over their eyes and they've never seen that there are. So they're only responding to the world that way. Mm. You know, they turn in on themselves. They turn, You know, out, uh, you know, they turn... Um, you know, on everyone, what do you call it? They um, they don't want to let anyone else in because mm-hmm. they don't trust anyone. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like for example, I like, you know I work with a few organisations, and one that I'm very passionate about right now called Bridge the Gap, which is working with youth that have they've either um, been subjected to horrific sexual, emotional, and physical abuse, so they've been put into care, or and. They also have, but they're part of the criminal justice system mm. as well. So it's just vulnerable youth, yeah. and getting them at that time where they haven't started repeatedly, yeah. you know, behaving in a way that's going to land them in jail forever, mm. or you know, they're, they're going to do something disastrous or life changing to themselves. Mm. But you know, at a point where they could, you know, they're still open to what
1: interventions work in that situation.
2: Well. Um, at the moment, we've been, um, you know, mental mentoring. Mentorship's great. You know, just being able to reach out and be there consistently. You know, there's a few young girls that I've been there for, and you know, just say I'm right here and guidance and just being an ear, asking questions, being invested in them, and and you know, who you are and what you do is valid. You know, what do you want to do?
0: Mm.
2: You know, and 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 also you know, talking to them about you know choices and being responsible and not. Following, you know, like getting—it's it's about building a, a greater sense of self. Mm. So, you know, when we do workshops with them where they come, you know, maybe one or two or three of them, you know, come together, and we've been making these amazing jackets. So they get to choose like a jacket. We'll go out and, you know, like we've been getting some um, amazing um, donations from you know shops, and we'll go into the shop and say, "You choose whatever jacket you want," and then go and choose a whole lot of t-shirts and material, and then cut, cut around. You know, you might choose a you know a Guns and Roses t-shirt that's got roses and a gun on it, if you like, and you cut around that and then stitch it on the back and making them, um, um, they can make their own jacket and tell their story and they might be like, you know, the two roses represent my mum and dad or Mm. they represent my uncle who just passed away or, you know, and then they create their own jacket and they get to wear it something that they've completed with pride and then we ask them to make one for the organisation so we can auction it off and they can put their name on it and mm. then make money for it to keep doing workshops.
1: Okay. Um, but through that workshop, that intervention, it, you are helping them not only... Com- oh, com- oh, oh no, sorry. my phone. That's fine. Can I turn it off? You can do whatever you want. You can no, take I'm a good. call if you want. <laughs> if it's important, if it's your kid or something, you got to do
2: it. It's, it's not my kid. <laughs> it's my partner, sorry. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> it's all right.
1: So, but this, yeah. so, this, this this process, what it does? I mean, I guess you're not only you're taking an interest in actually completing a task with someone from inception to completion. Hmm. You're also saying that their story is worthwhile and worth and valid, and it's worth putting down permanently. Uh, yep. on, on on this thing and it's it's worth your story and your worth is worth showing others. Is that mm. basically what yes. you're trying to complete with? Yes,
2: and it's also saying and, and but at the same time is that your story doesn't define you either. Mm. You know, what has happened to you, let's say you were in I I've, I've heard some horrific yeah, stories and something you know, it's like that that is not who you are. Mm. You know, because you've been treated like that or because someone's told you that's all you're worth, which a lot of the time is next to nothing, mm. that's not who you are.
0: Yeah.
2: And, you know, just because someone's made you believe that your thoughts are not who you are. And it's just slowly just turning on light bulbs yeah. and giving them choices and showing them that they can. You know, this, this, I worked with this amazing young girl the other day and she just got a jacket together in like 15 seconds, it seemed yep. like, and it was amazing. And just their faces. And then, you know, we do photo shoots with them and they're like, I've never seen myself look like that before. Wow. And it's you know, and then you know, like, and then we sit down and just you know, talk to them. And you know, there's a big library full of books there. They can take books if they want to mm. to read stuff. Because a lot of them will go back into lockdown. Um, and just it, a lot of the time, it's just talking and, and introducing them to people who they never thought they'd meet in their lives. Mm. Like if we brought you into them. They'd be like, wow, we never thought. And it's say, like, but anything is possible. And if you keep working this way, more and more will come your way. Mm. Yes, there'll be some shitty shit ass days. Mm. There will be, but it's about how you process that stuff and it's not the end of the world and if you're having those desires to go out and do something, you know, if you trip over and you graze your knees, it's okay, you can pick yourself back up again, it's not going to be the end of the world, but remember you that that it's all up to you
1: You you mentioned two things before that I um, wanted to just touch on You mentioned, talk about the the sense of responsibility, this is the same thing we talked about earlier with just going out and just drinking until your boots fall off, you know, and then just just going, it wasn't my fault I was fucking drunk, and or it was his fault because he looked at me funny. Mm. I had to, I had to, you know, act down that way. I mean, this is a, a, I mean, the the younger you are, the easier it is to instill, I guess.
2: Yeah, because when you're dealing with (laughs) when you're dealing with youth and hormones as well, there's a whole other load of factors that come into play, and that's when it gets really complex. God, being young again, yes, in some ways, but oh. (laughs) never.
1: The other thing I want to, the other thing I want to ask you about is when you look at the world, and I certainly notice this. it may not be, but for me it certainly has been. Um, I've been with Audrey now for about uh, two and a half years. She has a daughter who was 10 when we met. She's now 12 and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some movies and TV shows that I had absolutely no problem watching before Gigi came along. Now, I am a fucking wreck if I watch any show well, What, because
2: you mean do you think it compromises where you sit in terms of your own value system no, now just, that you're a parent? or I've like- just
1: become just completely unable to watch any child in distress on television, right. I
2: because I ne- Because you've now what, got yeah. a, a strong yeah. relationship and anything, with,
1: Anything yeah. that relates to the future, anything that relates to, um, like for example, uh, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, Russia has recalled every one of its diplomats from around the world, back to Russia. Uh, is this just happened in the last Yeah in the last twenty four hours. Oh
2: I did actually read something yeah. on my thingy yeah. thing and then I then I read then it got overtaken with the fact that two women have come forward and said that Trump touched
1: them inappropriately yeah. and I'm like,
2: surprise, surprise, also, surprise. So Russia's called them back. Somebody so, touched
1: somebody, you know so, Kim Kardashian said something as well. Oh, right. but yeah, so Russia you, So recalled, you're saying
2: now like, oh God, we're all gonna be
1: freaking So Russia hasn't called every diplomat and asked all of its stuff if you've got um friends and relatives living overseas, get them to come back straight up, because it's on. Um and so And then I'm thinking... What world is this for this kid now? Now you know I I, I think so much more about you know that. Mm-hmm. Partly also I'm thinking like, well shit if it goes down, while well, I'm in New Zealand. Well fuck then I'm in New Zealand. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're probably, that's probably the safest place to be, isn't yeah, it? I'll the be thing is like, everyone, the girls, it'll be great. <laughs> everyone. Be with I mean, my was, family, we're all at one place. We're all at a wedding. It's gonna be fine.
2: Yeah, I think you know when that first there was a first wave of nuclear fear around the yeah. world. This was what like twenty twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was only like yeah. twenty five years ago. Everyone suddenly New Zealand became paradise. It wasn't just yeah. because. The landscape it was because it was gonna yeah. be it was nuclear free and yeah, it was yeah. way over there. But let me ask you this. So you're seeing beyond yourself is what you're saying. Yeah. You're actually seeing the future of this yeah. planet. You're seeing the future of your hmm. loved ones and perhaps there, like when you are a granddad, yep. if everything goes according to Do you to feel plans. the same
1: things happened to you since you've been a parent?
2: Yeah, and I've got I've got an older I've got an older son. Uh, he's twenty now, so you know he's off around the world doing his own things. And he's like, you know, I've had to sort of, you know loosen the apron strings, and he's making his own choices now. And some of them I don't agree with, um, but you know I hope that I've instilled enough in him. The it's it's reared its ugly head the other day because I saw a movie not because I think we become, we become desensitized sometimes to what's going on. You know mm. this, you know nuclear that Russia that. Um, Sorry, you've just alarmed me now, so I'm going, oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the, the terrorism around the world, uh-huh. and for every act of that, there's another act that I see that kind of helps counterbalance yes. that. Um, but I watched something the other day, it was about more about climate change mm. and more about the actual natural oh, it's on. catastrophe yeah, yeah, that we're yeah. heading for. That seemed much more terrifying That's to so me scary. than what people are doing to each other. Yeah, yeah. It was more like, what is the human race doing to the planet? Yeah. And suddenly it became, it just was like the, an overwhelming deluge of, oh, fuckity, fuck, fuck, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, and, and feeling for my child, my yeah. children. And um, sorry, I was thinking more about the, the six-year-old because I feel like my eldest son would probably survive it. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, you know, like my youngest. That, yeah... Is he going to be wiped out in some kind of apocalyptic ter- yeah. Terminator Two?
1: Yeah, hmm. yeah, I know. And I was, I was just thinking about that again th- this morning. There was a because uh, that's my that's my big thing. I was, I'm just it's, that's the thing that that sent me into a lot of lot of weirdness a couple of years ago. Um, I had a, a bit of a, a big problem with that, and I had go on certain medications, then some more medications, and I'm, I'm mostly oh, yeah, right. back. I'm mostly back now. Mm. Uh,
2: but, was that? because do you want know me asking? So was that because you felt overly paranoid and it was, the, it was? It was
1: the final. It was the final straw on mm-hmm. a on a very. I'd been off meds for a while. I'd been on meds for about seven years, and I'd come off meds for about nine months or so. And there was this this pileup of things today that, that all happened in this one week and then on this uh, this particular day this i had been concerned about it sure mm. i'm no more concerned about it as you and i having this conversation right now mm. but for some reason something in my brain snapped, snapped. and I, I i started flipping over into psychosis and i started believing mm. that the seas were going to rise today and i was the only one that knew about it mm. and i was overwhelmed with this feeling of wanting to run down the street and warn people mm. and just grab people and go what are we doing and like and it was it was it was beyond anything that I was lucky, I was so, so, so lucky that I knew something was wrong.
2: So you, you had the ability, So you, because I was going to bring this into the conversation beforehand, is that you yeah. were able to tap into a mindfulness.
1: I, so I, it you, was through meditation because yeah, yeah. I was trying to calm myself down because I was just in terror, not panic, not anxiety. I was in terror, terror. absolute terror, and I was experiencing what my doctor later told me, this is what paranoid delusions are. Yeah, and right. uh, I was, it was horrible, 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 horrible. Uh, but I remember trying to meditate my way out of it And in that meditation, you know, when you're meditating and you're observing your own thoughts, I saw that all my thoughts were just going through this filter of Armageddon and I was like, this can't be right. Like the fridge turning itself on with the thermostat Mm. in the background shouldn't make me fill my heart with fear and horror. Mm. Something's up. Mm. Something's not Mm. right.
2: It's it's interesting that, that that... as humans, we can become, you know, at one point, it's quite desensitized to some things. But mm. then at the other the flip side has become so overly sensitized that, mm. that all those thoughts, there isn't even the space to sit back and rationalize it. Mm. You know that that you, you're know, like, you know, that thought that you have walking down the street, going, "Oh my god, no, they're going to rise today," mm. is actually possibly going to happen. <laughs> no, I'm not saying for you, but no. there will be one day where you can sit back in that moment, you'll probably see everyone else running around going, "It's today, but it is happening," <laughs> and you'll be like, "I told you that twenty five five years ago. Well the, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm yeah. not belittling your no, state no, of mind no, at all. It's but, totally but, fine. but you know, to me that you know, I, I stand so, with so much more of an open heart and an open mm. mind to people's experiences when it happens to be really highly um, you know, the, 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 the in that that high state, mm. and there are labels, absolutely, and sure, and rightfully, you know, it's 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 as important to recognise that that's you know a state that we shouldn't be living in all the time. Mm. Absolutely not, because I can tell you that in the last couple of weeks for me, there's been things that have just mounted, 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 and then I've just got to the point going, oh, mm. do I need to go and see someone about yeah. this. Do I, is this is this rational? Is it not? Is it you know and then and then it becomes exhausting trying to, you know, to to rash, to rationalise it, to try to meditate over it, to not let it completely become overwhelming. And then I just can't see the shit for the shit anymore. Mm. I can't see the hay for the needles and the stacks and the poo <laughs> and the pope and the bear in the woods. You know, see, I like, can't I, see the hay for yeah. the
1: needles. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, and then
2: do you know and and and, and yeah, you know, like I said before it's like okay, take a deep breath mm. and while they say just just let it rain. It's okay. Don't try and fight this. Mm. Just but then you know like the, I guess it's a difference if you if you're talking about you know the experience you have had and then and yeah. then going back to the beginning of our conversation about that people are on the streets without that support or that might not have had the tools that you had yeah. to sit back and go. I probably need to go and see someone right now yeah, yeah. Or I am having a moment because there are, there are millions yeah. out there that don't. I was have very that.
1: lucky. Yeah, I yeah. was very lucky. But it's a really terrifying thing when as much as you're feeling the wood under your fingers right now, as much as you're seeing me in mm. front of you, this, th- these senses, I mean, your brain can't actually see me, all right? You have to use your eyeballs and those eyeballs send a signal to your brain that tells you I'm here in front of you, Right but somewhere between my eyeballs and my brain, the interpretation was getting fucked up. So these things that I trusted my whole life, Mm. my eyes were telling me things that weren't there. And I was, they were there, Mm. okay? They were fucking there. But I don't know, as I say, when I tell this story on stage, by the grace of God or Buddha or Prince or whoever was looking after me, Mm. I was able to realize, okay, if this was happening, it was happening on Venice Beach on the runway, on the uh, runway pretty much is the (laughs) the jogging track. I was like, these 8,000 people here would be terrified as well.
2: If it was happening. If it was actually happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So I was doing that reality testing. And so I was like, fuck, I'm fucking sick. This is fucking scary. Yeah. Mm. So, but back to having a a kid in my life and, and what you said before about the only thing that, you can do is really the only thing any of us can do in this situation when these things are so global and so beyond the influence of you or i all we really can do is try and make another person feel better that day that's all we really can do mm. that's it, it yeah
2: it, yeah yeah that that's that's the ultimate goal I there, can't, sometimes as, to be caught up in your own things. as much as,
1: like, as i'd like to do it danielle i, I know i cannot influence global energy policy I wish I could. No, but you but can I can't.
2: Look at, no, you can't. And then you sit there and go, do, "Okay, do I just chuck this? Do I just chuck this on the ground? Do I like pick up that plastic bottle that's lying on the beach? Maybe it's just a tiny, you know, like if you yeah. use the analogy, like just a grain of sand, and it's something, you know. And, it, and it's you know, it's, if everyone, if everyone mm. is imparting, it's imparting onto our children, well, that's how our we future, got into you know, this mess,
1: though. We got into this mess because everyone did that little thing. Everyone you know, has contributed through the lifestyle that we have been living as a westernized modern, modern society, westernized society, to consume things, use plastic bottles once, throw them in the bin, you know, just leave the shower on, that sort of thing. However, you know, sensitive we want to get into it, you mm. know, pursue a diet of uh, all meat products uh, that are raised in, you know, questionable ways. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've all th- done it, but you know, one, one at a time, it's fine. Millions and millions upon us at a time, though that's when you get the issue. But I was I was walking up the path this morning. I just took the dog out, and the funnily enough, there was a massive storm. A I haven't seen it in a hundred years kind yeah. of storm. <laughs> uh, we haven't seen it in a hundred years un- until last April. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there's a lot of that happening right now. This pathway down here got washed away in that massive storm that happened in Sydney in June. Right. Right. And so they diverted the traffic between Bondi to Bronte uh, up the park next to. I us saw here.
2: that. Yeah, I had to walk it the other day. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it was grass, and now it's been completely just wasted away because it's had a hundred thousand people a day walk across it, and now yes. it's just nothing. I was walking in there with Frank. The um, Frank's the dog I was walking there with Frank because the paths have been fixed now for about a month and the grass is starting to grow back and that made me think like no matter what we fucking do when you really think about it we humans we're pretty much the equivalent of an alien race that popped down here 100,000 years ago when someone said hey I'm a thing look at this hey you're a thing too two people started talking and then we went 100,000 years 10,000 if you want to go for like more civilized life is not even a blink of an eye in this planet. No. Not even a blink of an eye. No, no, sea no. levels have been hundreds of meters higher, hundreds of meters lower. We will be an interesting thing that someone digs up one day.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. And but that, but you know, by saying that, you know, you've got to also be careful that we're not just like, going, oh, well, it's okay. Because when you hear that, it's when you go, okay. what, how is it put that, 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 you, that if we were to, if you took you know the a whole year let's say in terms of the length of the you know the this planet the, the this planet mm. Earth and its existence, and how where we fit into the scheme of things, then we are the 15 seconds before the New Year's Eve is. Yeah, on. we are. Yeah, you yeah. know that's that's. I think that's how they put it on yeah. the, the film I saw was the 11th hour. I'm probably a little yeah. bit late to the game, but I just saw it the other week, and I just went,
0: oh, yeah. It's and just I've shocking.
2: known I've known that this stuff is going on. Yeah, you know, yeah. But I saw. I tend to after seeing that movie was it Earthlings the one? Oh, about, yeah, like, the, Oh yeah, my yeah. god! About what we do to um, other Earthlings on this yeah. planet, which. Totally yeah, just bored me. you know, just yeah. me. Um, you know I, I Wow, you've
1: been going for it, haven't you? Eleventh oh, hour earthlings, you just
2: <laughs> fucking Even though
1: I see something like okay. that so overwhelming. So you have to you have to you <laughs> have to like you watch Earthlings, then <laughs> you watch Boy, then you watch Eleventh Hour, then you watch Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> yeah. You gotta balance it out. You gotta balance it out, man. You gotta watch something that <laughs> puts your face back source in the world. Code. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta watch Terminator. source source code's a fucking goodie. That's a goodie, It's a goodie. That's a really goodie. I like, goodie. It. Yeah, I I like it, it, it because any movie that could have been a play I kinda like. You know, Mm. source code could have been a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it could have anything that's like that. Like, saw could have been a play, one act, one set, one room. So fucking good. Terrifying. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. But but yeah. Anyway, so um, I can't remember where we were now. We're talking about what we can do. To be careful. Yes, you're right. To be careful. But to be careful, like somewhere between, we're going to be no more than an interesting thing that someone digs up. In a hundred thousand years from now, and I need to make sure every one of my actions through the day doesn't harm this planet I live on somewhere between that is a as a happy balance, yeah okay, and I feel that the only one that I'm actually capable of is the one we talked about before. How can I make another person's day nicer yeah right that's and 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 you know, I make it nicer by not leaving my dog shit on the ground. I make mm-hmm. it nicer by making sure I separate my recycling. I make it sure, you know, I'm, I'm just nice to strangers in the street, you know, because through doing that, I'm putting into the world what I hope to get back out of it. And again, it's that if one of us does it, nothing happens. But if I do it and then someone else does it, and then maybe a couple of days later, that person does something nice for someone else. I don't know. I mean, like, if that's a selfish thing that I do so I can sleep at night, I don't think that's selfish.
2: I think it it makes (laughs) sense to me, and it's achievable. It is achievable. Everyone can achieve that. It doesn't matter where you sit in the social strata. It doesn't cost anything. And that's the thing, you know. To to um, you know, just I mean, I've said it before. God, as everyone has, it's written on t-shirts. A smile is free, and it can make someone's Uh. day. You know, to smile or to ask someone, go, how are you? You know, just stop if you see someone that's looking really distressed. Yeah. Like, I, I, I had this amazing um, experience the other week at, um, at the airport. There was a girl there and she was shopping but she, in one of the, in the duty-free shops. Mm. But she was absolutely bawling her eyes oh, out. No. But she was still kind of looking through the rags.
1: Trying to get stuff. And I
2: stopped and I, and I, and I just looked at her and I said, are you, are you okay? And she was like, oh, I'm... <laughs> I'm leaving, leaving home. And she's trying to explain it to me. And I said, look, I'm not trying to be strange or anything, but do you want a hug? I can give you a hug. And she went, that would be really great. So I just gave the stranger a, a really big hug. And then she kind of stopped crying and then still went on shopping, but it was this exchange. And I think yeah. you know, obviously you have to be very discerning about how you go around Yeah, hugging, but it didn't it didn't cost anything. And, I, and, it, and it was really lovely just to reach out and go, hey, you know, this is not something that – You know, it's 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 a free exchange. It Mm. doesn't. Sorry, I don't even. This isn't a story about how old look how amazing I am. But not not everybody
1: does that. Not everybody. But it took
2: me a bit to actually overcome the off. You know, I actually stopped and thought about it first. Went, should I? Should I not? Should I? Whereas, I wouldn't ever think about that with. Someone who I know was, I'd go, come here. We all are part of this human race. We really are. We really are. And I think that once you start to, you know, go beyond, you know, color or, you know, social strata or, you know, to reach out to someone who's on the ground that's been going, hey, you okay? Yeah. No, I might not be able to give you money right now, but I'm just asking you if you're okay. Yeah. So trying to go ah, 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 about. Yeah, okay, that's well, fine. You
1: know. <laughs> it nice might be day, the first person they've spoken to. Spoken to them. And when kind of when you look at them, you see someone sitting on the ground. When they look at you, uh, they see a two-horned devil screaming a drum and bass party of, of horror. When they, when you open your mouth, you don't know what their brain's telling them. Yeah, no. That's that's the other. That's, they, that's the I other know, thing. exactly. You've yeah. um, we we you know. You've spent some time not only in other, in other countries that are similar cultures to this one, and to New Zealand, but you've also spent some time in cultures that are, are far lower down the socioeconomic uh, strata. What's it like for you? Like, for example, when you spend some time in Thailand and then you come back, what's it like to you when you see people just like, "Oh, this hamburger is awful," and throwing, you know, you yeah, know, yeah. take one bite out of it and throwing it on oh, the ground? Oh,
2: yeah, it's 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 an interesting thing. I, you know, I just yeah, I have just come back from Thailand actually, and um, you know, I've been going to Thailand for. Uh, maybe 25 years now. Yeah. It's always been my holiday destination, but I've yeah. also been there for work as well. What, um, our, what work do you do over I there? Just, I've done some aid work over yeah, there. Yeah. So I uh, I always went back there because I found the people to be really warm and open mm-hmm. and, um, and to have a holiday, I didn't feel like I was being harassed. Them, you know, I've been to other countries where you know, out of their, you know, their um, economic, economical necessity, their economical—is that such a word? Economic, economic. Thank you. It's fine. I think I've had too much coffee this morning. Through the economic situation, they've had to, or circumstance, they've had to hustle for, mm. you know, money. Uh, but after a while, it sort of becomes a bit grating. You know, it's nice to go somewhere and just, and just, to, you know, to experience the country rather than feel like you're getting bombarded by people trying to. Every dollar from you, but um. So I always like going to Thailand because I felt I felt the you know the the Thai people were very warm and welcoming and um sort of let you go about your business and um and I also really love the food. I've always loved Thai food, and the and the climate there is fantastic. Um, and so. You know, when I was younger and going there and, and having, you know, going to Koh Nang, going to full moon parties, having a good time, and and then I'd go back there, I guess to sort of relive the experience. But every time I went back, I noticed how much the country was changing, and that you know I was probably too. I was becoming much more aware of, you know, I wasn't wearing my rose tinted glasses anymore, and I was looking at the country more politically, mm. and uh, you know, and what was the fallout of all this, you know, like um, of, of, of tourism and 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 trying to appeal to. People to come on mass and just you know basically rape their resources and and through that noticing that people were hardening as well mm. um, and, um, and you know like I said just you know the, the 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 sort of underground the the politics of the country were becoming you know. More obvious to me, and then, and I think you know, then then as a, as a tourist, where I go, even if I'm, I'm going there to work, just becoming a little bit more, uh, I would adhere more so, or shift the way I was as a visitor to make sure that I wasn't paying anyone who shouldn't be profiting. You know, and, and not supporting networks that were possibly, you know, damaging to communities. Mm. And so viewing those countries a little bit more, um, just with a bit more of an open mind. Right. You know, and, and um, you know, it's, it's just, it, I'll give you a prime example. Yeah. Like, you know, having just come from, this isn't in Thailand, but in Cambodia, you know, there's the whole thing of going and visiting orphanages because people think it's a really great thing to do. And of course... Oh, upon face value to go and... As a tourist. As a tourist, to you know go and leave donations and everything. And what they're not seeing is that behind that, there are people that are, you know, that they, they keep children in there because it profits. It profits them. It takes children away from their families to stay in the orphanages rather than actually keeping families together. Uh, and so, um, you know, they, 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 with not a view to finding families for these kids. A lot of these kids have already got families. Wow. They're not alone, but it's, it's, it's more profitable for the orphanages to keep the children in these situations. Uh, and, 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 and we don't see that. We don't go, hold on, how did these kids get to be here in the first place? Mm. You just go, oh, here I am Giving money to the orphanage to keep them there. So just with things like that and, and just being you know, a, little, a little bit more savvy, I think, you know, but that's just, just growing up and just being a little bit more conscious about yeah. the world and, you know, you're placing it rather than being in my early 20s going, yeah, let's just <laughs> party and go and, you know, oh, yeah, I'm such an avid traveller, I'm away from home and I don't live at home anymore and I'm, you know, I'm travelling on the smell of an oily rag, yeah. You know, and he survived on two rupees today, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, do you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I've been to the plane of jars in Laos. Yeah. Oh, it's not that great. <laughs> just jars. <laughs> So I always thought I was going to get a spit take from you there. Totally.
2: it is <laughs> um, Yeah. But I think
3: those things are... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mmm.
1: They're also important for a young person to do. Oh, absolutely. You
2: know, please, I would never rob anyone from doing that. you got to go important. out and do that. Absolutely. you got to go out and have
1: that sentence come out of your mouth.
2: Absolutely. And then you yeah. can look
1: back on you and go, oh, I used to be the person that would say stuff <laughs> like that. There are some things you have to let come out of your mouth. Oh, kid yeah yeah you do.
2: Yeah. but it's also you know it's it's, it's, it's you know, and it's it, it's nothing we can completely change but yeah. I ask people to be conscious' It's like if you go to Thailand and you want to go to Pat pong Road and see people shoot ping-pong balls out you know always remember where these people have come from yeah. too although it might be really hilarious and something like you've never seen before and wow what a story to write home to the boys or girls about mm. just remember the situation that the people are in, where they've yeah. come from and why they have to be there yeah. you know and if you can still live with yourself after that, so be it, fair yeah. game. But I just, you know, it all, it's just asking people to be conscious about right, why right. people might be there in the first place. People ask
1: me sometimes about um, my diet cause I'm fussy and I, I don't eat, I only But what, get,
2: what are you, are you vegan? Plants. I've been vegan since before yeah.
1: Instagram though, so. <laughs> what,
2: what, what was that thing <laughs> about CrossFit out, as well, vegans and CrossFit?
1: Oh yeah, like, how <laughs>
2: well, can you tell <laughs> if,
1: uh, if you're a vegan, does, if you're a vegan does CrossFit, which one do they tell you about first? But first, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: The other it.
1: question is, um, how do you know if someone's vegan? How? Don't worry, they'll fucking tell you. They will.
0: They <laughs> 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 well, absolutely will.
1: No, that's why I say I only eat plants. No, that's and I, good. And, that's I I and since before Instagram, like for a long, 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 long okay, time.
2: Okay, so can you ask, does this extend to not wearing
1: leather? Yes. Or I anything have, or Every shoe I wore on The Bachelorette and Bachelorette this season was from a vegan store in Melbourne. That is so great. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun. I mean, the, the vegan shoes now are pretty nice. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. compl- I shoot it's film. It's like walking on two big zucchinis. Yeah, it is. like, oh, uh, God, I can't. Shooting, I shoot film. Film's made out of gelatin. Tr- completely avoiding animal products in mm-hmm. your life is a very difficult thing to do in our society and yeah, I'm yeah. not by any stretch of the imagination trying to say that I am completely purely vegan. Mm. Uh, I just eat plants, all right? And I, as much as I can, I, I just, and, you know, I was going to say the parallel there, which is even further down the track, is like people ask me all the time, oh, do you mind if I eat this in front of you? I do not mind if you eat that in front of you you know where it comes from? That's all I ask. Because, like, as long as you know where it came from sure. and what it's doing to you, yeah. and you know the creature that it was, then you can still do that. Do, do you kind of
2: do you just like you know,
1: squint your eyes no. and then
2: sort of sit back with your i on going? Do you know where this comes no. from? No, of
1: God, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You go right ahead, do whatever you want. <coughs> so, what you're describing, though, is in a similar way. You're describing. People who have grown up in a society that has a certain value of, of humanity going to another society assuming that that value of humanity also exists so that if this person is shooting darts out of her vagina, she is there with some agency. Because in my country, she would be there with some agency. She would have had a choice in the matter. Perhaps. Because, yeah. Yeah. But in this country, not the case at all. Not the case. She's probably a commodity. Uh, she probably came from an orphanage mm. where she was kept.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Da, 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 how, da, 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 da. how old? Yeah. How old are these children? Yeah, where yeah, have yeah. they come from? You know, yeah. and that's there's a thing too. You know, the child sex trade in those parts of the oh, world is devastating. Yeah. And you know, there is so you know for everything that you see that's on show, there's twenty times that yeah. going on behind the scenes oh, yeah. in a in a very you know destructive insidious um, you know underworld that is you know just frightening yeah. and, and not in, you know a lot of that doesn't even Appealing to the tourism trade, as you know, to, to local
1: people. As I've got well. a, ma- a mate of mine, um. she's, uh, she's fantastic. She's from India, she's oh, maybe 410, maybe stunningly beautiful. Goes on door busting um, child sex slave raids yeah. with the cops. She's in there with a flak jacket, she goes in there Great. knocking doors down, yeah. knocking down false walls where they've hidden, where they've bricked them in, and you know, because yeah. they know the raid's coming. All kinds of wild mm. shit that happens in India. Mm-hmm. Fuck me, you know. When and you- that's the
2: thing is, like, you know, a lot of people ask. I don't know if you if you're aligned with any organisation or anything here. But you know, I used to get challenged. Like, why are you working for agencies overseas? What, what about what about on your own doorstep? What about your mm. own country? And I was like, well, hold on, I do do things in right. my own country. I don't necessarily think that I am only, you know, um, uh, you know that that I'm that Australia was. Autonomously, mine or New Zealand, I, I'm just there, mm. just independently. What do you call it? Just like one on one, I see the world as a global community. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter where you are, we're still mm. all part of the same, you know, planet. Um, but but there seems to me, there's the the poverty that they have that I've seen overseas in some of these countries you're talking about, and also some of the stuff that goes on. There's there's far worse stuff happening there than what there is. Yeah. At the moment, you know, yeah. like, yeah, sure. There's some devastating things happening in every part of the world. Yeah. But there are some more so. Yeah. And a, and you know, with sorry, just you know, if if you take into consideration the caste and the class systems there oh, that enable yeah. that kind of behaviour, we don't. Yeah. You know that, that that there are you know members of the community that seem to think it is okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry if they're not going to put their hand up, especially for children, and that's yeah. why I say, you know, anything that's that um, involves children where they're mm. being uh, you know v- the uh, children are the most vulnerable creatures on the planet you yeah. know like, and and when they are being used you say as a commodity and abused and 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 um y- y- being profited from in any kind of way then someone needs to put their hand up. <laughs> yeah you
0: know
2: and, and unfortunately not even some of these children's own families yeah. would do that so yeah
1: um, anyway but it's 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 again it's it's a long cycle and where where do you you know where do you where do you even start with some mm. of these well you
2: start by just doing something that's you know it's being in the right direction like yeah. so you can't change, if i if i took on board what I would like to be able to do I would have already died of a heart attack I think already it would just be too much for my little body but I just go okay what is manageable mm. yes it's manageable for me to go over and you know go and visit um, small rural communities in Cambodia and shine an illuminate a light on some of the struggles that they have to go hey you guys if you want to spend $10 a week on helping these kids buy a solar lamp so they can actually go to the toilet safely or you know study at night without burning their hut down to an Enable them to maybe not to stay and earn, you know, like and, and have careers beyond anything in their wildest dreams. Then, yeah, okay, I'll do that.
1: Because yeah. that's it's within the, it's it's with, and it's within the concept of a lot of other people to grasp as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Buying oh, yeah. a torch for someone, yeah, is it's like the Tom's shoes thing. You know, just give a kid a pair of shoes so the kid can walk to school. Exactly. You know, and yeah. if you just break it down to that, it's like so the kid can walk to school. And not end up being exploited because they're uneducated. You know, it starts with a pair of shoes, exactly what you're saying. It yeah. starts with a light. It starts with a torch. Yeah, yeah, And And that's within the concept of a lot of people to understand and helps people because otherwise, you know, you're asking someone, can you give me some money that we're going to we're going to try and, I don't know, it's like me, I'm going to go empty the ocean, Danielle, and yeah, run it's down there too there with bucket, overwhelming. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I run down there, I'm, I'll yeah, get there. Yeah, <laughs> you know?
2: because the thing is, the bottom line is that most people are, most, a lot of people will go what difference can I make? Yeah. And that's a thing. And, 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 it, and it's, the question is asked with a huge amount of futility mm. as opposed to, actually, what difference can I make?
0: Mm.
2: You know, in, in a way that's, you know, an active way. Right, I know. Well, what if I did actually just go out today and, you know, just smile at someone who looks like they're really down? Mm. I don't know. That's a start. What if I I did actually just, you know, reach out and put, you know, my last remaining dollar that I have in my purse into, you know, I don't know, maybe even RSPCA Mm. coin
1: collection. What do you teach your kids about, you know, this kind of work and and giving to others?
2: Well, my um, – I think the first thing I did for my... Apart from just, you know, everyday things of, you know, hey, you know, I mean, I live in an area where there's people that are walking around all the time having Mm. moments. So my son is very aware of that and, you know, can be quite frightened sometimes. And I guess for me, it's just explaining going, he's having a hard day. Sometimes people have really hard days and sometimes they, you know, like you and I might be able to just keep it on the inside and we have voice, you know, we have the conversation in our heads, some people don't. They see... People and they had the conversation outwardly, or they, mm. they're, they're, you know, they haven't. are struggling, and just to, talking about the, you know, the, the you know, the colourful nature of human beings. That not everyone behaves exactly the same way. Um, right through to hey, you've got to do some, you know, work around the house or in the garden. Not that I have a garden now, but I used to, and earn some pocket money, and that's going towards a sponsored child. So you can write to him, mm-hmm. and he'll write back to you, and you can forge a relationship because he doesn't have, you know, you can go to school for free, and uh, you know, we'll support you as that this, you know, the boy that you're writing to has his dad's died, and his mum's bringing up three other children, and he's he's struggling to stay in school. Mm. So with our help, with your help, help, if you do some work, like I have to work to make money to support my sponsor child... You can do that too. Mm. So just you know, it's just little, I think it's just thing, little things like that, right. you know. And, and it's also just a really great great way to instill value mm. and ethic in, in your own kids as well by giving mm. that gift to another child,
0: right?
2: Yeah, you know, and it doesn't have to always work like that. Some people don't believe in the in the sponsorship system, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it has to be that. You know, I just I just found an organisation, or they found me actually, that I was like, oh, I was already aligned with, and so I've gone with that because mm-hmm. the relationship was already established. But there are thousands mm-hmm. of Movements and you know whether it be supporting climate change or you know or, or children or elderly or, or people who have mental health or physically struggling or you know it's got God every day even you know more so and that, even that can seem overwhelming mm. especially with all of the social media channels um, the the social media channels we have now you know Facebook and Twitter and Instagram you <laughs> just get bombarded every day. Mm. Choose what you like. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, I I think, you know, like if we go back to just what can you do without even having to do that, Mm. then just start with.
1: Where do you find time to do the the, the
2: acting part? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Um, Oh, God. I, you know, and music. why acting?
1: Was it the first thing you were really good at and you yes, just went with it? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Yes, it was. Talking
1: and was the first thing I was good at. We were talking about it on yeah, the radio right. this morning. We were talking about what you used to get detention for us. What I used to get detention for, what I get paid for now. Talking, <laughs> talking, talking. Inappropriately.
2: Yeah, but that's good. well done. How awesome is that? You got to make money out of something you're really passionate about, something you're really good at.
1: My coping mechanism, to be honest with you. Well,
2: there you go. I'm so glad that I am here to enable you to cope. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I, I, um, do you know what? It wasn't even. I never had one day, and I, I mean, you know, I, I never ever said out loud or even inside my head, I want to be an actress. Mm. I just always was, and then someone recognised it, and then suddenly I was, and then I was,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then I get asked, oh, so you know, how did you start? What did? And it's like I didn't. I just always was, and then I've managed to. I made damn sure that I got to keep doing what I liked doing it was always just a part of what I did.
1: But that's enough to get you in the door. What was it that yeah. excelled you to the, because you can only get so far yeah, with I talent. Was I, there someone in your life that was that guided you?
2: Yeah, I had his teacher at uh, my high school after being expelled from the first school that I was <laughs> at. You know, I was naughty too. Um, I, um, I went to a school and I think that she saw that I was kind of struggling, not with, yeah, you know, I was just uh I couldn't channel my energy I guess mm. and I and I was channeling it into the wrong things just being disruptive and naughty and you know just pushing boundaries man I was just like oh doing all sorts of you know crazy things and you know and and you know, that were really destructive you know to the people around me and to myself and I think you know at the time you know that the the my love the people around me who loved me I don't think they knew how to cope with it mm. and you know I I realise now that that wasn't their fault. It's just they just didn't know how to cope with it. So it kind of fuelled it for me too, um, until I, you know, bashed up against the wall of a teacher who just went, "Hello, Missy, what's going on with you? And how about how about this? Why don't we try this? And why don't you just, you know, just." Listen a little bit more, and, and what are you? What's really going on for you? And then I started to sort of equalise a bit, and then I, you know, I was just I was able to you know channel that through character rather than actually acting it out in my real life. Wow. And then and then I, I went travelling when I was really young. Yes, went home travelling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really like oh this one I'm going okay, yeah. It's like being to the Great Walls. Um, I um and then when I came back I just went oh my god I really need some help. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you talk about little angels. You don't know what that yeah. who, what voice, but something. But really, the angel was me. I just had a small voice. I went, why don't you go and talk to someone? Yeah. Like someone who's actually credited with listening and yeah. guiding you. So I did, and I, you know, I went. I, I, I had an amazing therapist. She was awesome, um, who just helped me understand me a little bit more because I just I needed to. I mean, I've got some friends now who are in their early 20s, I just, they're so wise and mature beyond, beyond. I wasn't that. I was street smart. I was really savvy to, you know, a certain element of life, but I didn't have the emotional maturity. I thought I did, but I really didn't, to just kind of measure myself and to take care of myself. My self preservation was like out the window, so I just needed to find a relationship in my world that was going to enable that for me, and I did. It was great. Wow. This woman saved my life. Wow, Chris. she was fantastic, and you know, and so and it, and you know, it, it's and it takes a while to sort of lose that stigma of oh, I went to therapy. Yeah, you know, you know, and I, I'm really, I'm really happy now that I can that that relationship has been a massive part of my life and who I am, especially as an actor, because we spent our whole life deconstructing the human psyche. Uh, and, and I don't believe you can do that, you know, as an actor without really understanding who you are as well. Like, um, you know, sometimes you don't need to be an absolute mess to go and talk to somebody. It's really lovely just to, you know, help hone... Your tools as a, as a human being to have be to cope with life,
0: because
2: mm. not everyone. No, I don't know anyone in my life who has it great. Even the people who I just look at and go, "Oh my god, your life is so amazing!" At some point, have a moment where they just go, "Oh Christ, what am I going to do today?" Yeah. You know, and 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 yeah. you know, like yes, oh you know, People might look at my Instagram or my Facebook and go, "Oh my god, look at her life."
1: That's the greatest. It's sense, all
2: smoke man. and mirrors, yeah, darling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, no. So
1: no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the greatest. The, I was telling Gigi last night, uh, where were we? we were, I was talking about um, Rove McManus, the, yes. the talk show guy. And I was telling her that, oh, he's, uh, I think he's moved in nearby. And uh, I said, I used to be so jealous of him. And I said, why? I said, because we're the same age. And he had a Tonight Show and I didn't. And then he, <laughs> you know, won all his Logies and I didn't. But I was very different back then because I was comparing uh, my out, my insides to someone else's outsides. And, you know, I eventually told her about, you know, later on I've kind of got my shit together and now I just have nothing but admiration for him and I have nothing but it. The guy's the most successful independent television producer our country's ever seen.
2: Mm. He's, and I, and might I add, I've met him a couple of times, Divine. Sweetest. What a gorgeous, nicest, gorgeous human funniest being. Funniest human being. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just, Been through horror. Absolute yes. horror. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was just basically telling Gigi about, about jealousy and about comparing your outsides, your insides to another person's outsides, which is essentially all that Instagram and Facebook is. Totally. Is you sitting there all day watching someone else's greatest hits, completely fabricated propaganda about how awesome everything is mm-hmm. um, because negative posts don't ever get a like. Negative posts only ever get a fucking heart, you know, that's all. That's all. <laughs> oh, that is. babe,
2: give me a call. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't. I yeah. I I I it's, I I love the conversation around social media now uh, because it's just you know it, it's 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 so relevant right now, and it, and it's really shifting the social s- landscape.
1: I walked past. Uh, getting breakfast this morning. I was. I do radio in that other room in there. Right. And I, I was out getting a cup of coffee, and uh, Gigi was making breakfast. And I walked past her phone, and a Snapchat notification came up on the lock screen, and it was a boy's name.
2: So did you become like, uh, "Excuse me, Daddy O," or did you just go, "Oh"?
1: I didn't say anything because huh? I don't know what to do. Because she's <laughs> so did twelve. You say,
2: so did you did you say anything? In no, the end? I didn't no, say anything just, to her. But but what what was going on for you? Did you did you was it? If it was a girl's name, you would be fine. Yeah. Was it, yeah, right. So you're just wondering what's what's being
1: exchanged? I guess all I wanted to do was talk to her about um, don't ever get talked into sending anything you don't want to send. Things
2: safe, so it's a don't. conversation around yeah, safety. That's all so I you say. can still have that conversation, yeah, yeah. and I think you know that that's, that's a really important conversation to have yeah. for m- uh, most human beings yeah. around that kind of thing. But especially, yeah. like you say, when you're at that impressionable yeah. age, and and you know, she's
1: uh, I, she's taller than Audrey now. Just,
2: and they're – so night you're going to be Last
1: like, night, Danielle, it's a watershed moment. Last night I came out here um, after Batchi was on and they both have the same kind of laptop, all right, and sitting right there I walked around and I thought it was – I thought it was Audrey, but it was her.
0: <laughs> I
2: hope you didn't know anything
1: inappropriate.
2: No. Hi, honey, I'm a – oh. No. <laughs> yeah. But, but you thought – yeah.
1: They look the same. Same. So yeah, it was yeah. like from the back; they have the same hair, that everything.
2: Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh. Okay. You might have to get t-shirts so you can actually have one it's got something <laughs> printed differently on the yeah, back.
1: Change the hair color yeah, yeah, or something. something Someone say, wear a bell. One of you wear, wear a, bell. a bell.
2: Yeah, but, the, but you know, like that. that <laughs> I, I, you know that that the safety around around yeah. for, our, for our kids for you know like anyone young and and also just you know I just want to be able to say absolutely yeah, post what you want but know that it's going to be there forever. And, and that's the things. You know, oh, oh God, there's some things I posted. I, oh. Ooh, yeah. If only I'd give myself that advice. And also, um, that's such a valid perspective that, you know, to, to instill in our, in our in, in everyone to go, you know, what you see in another person or how you might compare yourself, just, you know, everyone has their ups and downs. And, you know, like every, every, everyone has a filter now. Everyone has yes. a filter.
1: Not just the doggy one with the ears and the tongue. No, <laughs> no. Which is super Anyone fun. Anyone
2: can make their – and also it's like, you know, how do you – you know, what what do you really want to express to the world? Do you yeah. want everyone else to feel – how do you want everyone else to feel? No, yeah. I don't want everyone else to want my world. I would like everyone else to be able to relate to me.
0: Yeah.
2: Or, or you know, if I want to impart some information like, hey, please tune in tonight because I want everyone to watch the show. Yeah. But, yeah, and sometimes I do want people to go, oh, God, you look amazing,
1: of course. <laughs> but it's okay. But
2: bottom line is that – yeah, you know, I, I would say, especially to young women, because I mean, you, uh, when you were talking before about um, Gigi earlier on, you know, it's like you, you're, you, you as a as a as a figure, a parental figure, and also a male parental figure in her world, will, and how you relate to her will completely form how she is as a as a woman, you know, as a uh, younger woman. Uh, and it is so vital now the conversations especially fathers have around their daughters. You know about about self esteem and you know and 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 the where you value, how much you value yourself and you know that, that that conversation is is more relevant than ever right now. You mm. see it like I you know it's everywhere. I'm not sure if it's because of the social media channels I choose to follow or you know what the news items I choose or what's you know social um, you know the, the um, niches that I choose to you know take interest in, but. Man, that conversation is stronger than ever. You know, gender equality, and you know, and 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 it's not just about women supporting women; it's about men supporting women, and and shifting the, their perspective on their views. You know, asking men asking each other how how have we supported our fellow women? Mm. To sh- make them shine. Yeah, you know, and 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 rather than feeling. Um, you know, like by this whole movement of feminism, feeling that men are becoming redundant because I don't think that's the point I think women are going join in the conversation, the he for she thing, come mm. on, join in. Mm. this isn't excluding you, this is completely including you to help rewrite it. you know, I think that's really exciting, and it's you know it sounds you know, like I would hope for you, you know like that you you know, looking at raising, you know, because 12 and a half, man, that, that age is like she's at the, oh, at the we pinnacle are, but also the nadir. Of, I'm counting <laughs>
1: the hours left. It's not even days left when she's still this kid, you know, and I see how urgently she wants to be an adult. Mm. She doesn't take, when she gets stressed in the morning, she goes straight to mum's closet because she fits all Audrey's clothes now, mm. doesn't wear any of her clothes. She only right. wears Audrey's clothes. That's part of the confusion. Mm. Uh, yeah. But the the, 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 the seconds counting down, where her childhood is disappearing mm. before my eyes, she can't wait to be gone with it, and I'm like, kid, it'll, you'll yeah. never but the thing is, as get long it back. As,
2: yeah, as long as you, you know, like that's that's the thing is like people, you know. Th- that I would hope and thankfully, you know, you're part of making that childhood something that's memorable and yeah. a really great childhood. Yeah. You know, that, that 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 when she's, you know, in her early twenties and then thirties as she's going on and, and potentially maybe becoming a mother or not, mm. you know, or you know, being a, a partner, you know, a, a lover, a, a businesswoman or not, a traveller, whatever she chooses to do, that she will do it with you know that that they're her choices mm. and that she does it with her own um set of values mm. and ethic you know that that, that that's all we can it's still the, the yeah. how she chooses to do it is yeah. completely up to her. But if you I can can't, put I can't a good stop grounding.
1: her from doing anything. You know, there's the old I'm I've, I've leapfrogged. This table goes twice the size, and I have a poker game every Wednesday night. And there's ten. How many guys. people do
2: you have around it? Because ten. Of, yep.
1: this uh, it actually gets out to like from that wall. <laughs> we have to move the couch. It's huge. Are there any
2: women in this game? No, it's all men. Why?
1: <laughs> because as a man, I count myself very lucky to say that I have more than ten close male friends.
2: That's great. That's a, okay. As a man in yeah, my forties,
1: yeah. yeah, that's rare, 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 rare. Yeah, right. most men have maybe one other guy at work and a bloke they remember from high school or uni that are their close friends, and that's it.
0: Mm. You know,
1: I'm very grateful to have these men in my life, and it's Good. the it's the circle of trust. It's the yeah, yeah. it's the we don't play for the cards. You Know there's guys who've got kids much older than me, uh, me. There's guys that you know have just have their first when we first started playing the game. So, but what happens is like I've now leapfrogged all these guys, or a lot of them at least, because their kids are all one, two years old, and I've got this 12 year old. And so, the jokes are, is like, well, I guess you'll be buying a shotgun and you know, just you're polishing the shotgun when the boy comes over. But again, it comes down to prohibition if I try to put up a fence and say, you can't do something, all she can want to do is tunnel around, dig over, blow up that fence. Mm. If I equip her with, I don't want to say a suit of armor, but, you know, the necessary jujitsu skills to handle whatever situation she chooses to go into Mm. or situation that is put upon her, that's all I can do.
2: Exactly. And that's the greatest opportunity you can give someone, I think, is to go, is to say to them, if that situation occurs, what, what, if, what do you think? What do you think about that? Mm. What, do you, what do you, do you, you know, what, what would be the outcomes? Do you think if you made that choice, and what would be the outcomes you made? To, it's, it's teaching people to actually think ahead, yeah. teaching people, teaching our children to think about their future, mm. but not to stay in the future because you can't, you no. have to stay present. Yeah. But it's, a, it's, a, it's giving them the skills to to be mindful about, their choices to have covered it all rather than mm. going, oh, God, I'm off my face now after that whole bottle of vodka, didn't think about what would happen if I drank it beforehand. Mm. You know, rather than going, hey, I've been told that if I was to drink vodka, I'm going to get really drunk, and if I drank a whole bottle, the possibility of me having alcohol poisoning and ending up in hospital kill you. Is, is, yeah, or kill me yeah. is actually, yeah. you know, that, that's that's a really high chance. Yeah. You know, like if you're going to go out and, you know, sometimes you can't help if if Bobby, you know, Bobby brings a bottle of vodka to the party and they all want to have a taste, you know. Uh, It's like, you know, just, you know, be careful because people do things when they're, you know, they're drunk. They might not remember. But I say to them, please look after your girlfriends at the party because a lot of the time they might be taken advantage of, especially if they're, you know, if they've had something to drink. But just really keep an eye on them, but also your mates as well. Yeah. Like really, really look after your mates because if, you know, like some people will get themselves. And what I really was saying is, like, <laughs> without me saying, don't you get out of it? All right. So I, I put the responsibility of him having to look after his mates on his yeah. shoulders, and he actually took that on board. Right. So he used to stay really
3: <laughs>
1: responsible. Well, that's that's a
2: fine so that thing. Was the, do you think that was a good relationship? That's a fine
1: probably? thing. Oh, my mum would instill similar onto me. You've really got. I remember to, a, a house party at my house. I remember. Uh, kicking a a door in that someone had locked from behind when uh, these guys that had come over to a house party that I was throwing in grade 12, these uh, uni students from overseas had, you know, they were boarding with someone's sister and these two guys who were 19 showed up to a party full of 17-year-olds. And I remember kicking, it was my own bedroom door, I remember kicking it in and going, nope, nope, she leaves the room now. I don't care. I don't Mm. care that you're just lying on the bed kissing. She leaves the room now. I don't, you, nope. And in ways, she was kind of like, but I really would. no. I no, don't you're care. Out, not in my you're house. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Gotti, no, please, no. Do not do this here. Yeah. Um, I just, even if she was there willingly, it was just so fraught with. um, I mean, I was only 17 at the time. Mm. All I knew was like, I don't want this to have happened when my mum isn't here. Yeah, yeah, right. You Fair know, enough. I don't want yeah. this to have happened at a house party. I don't want some. You know, Euro student who shows up to, and bless him, he was a really nice guy. Mm. But it's like, no, nah, man, you can't. You really I think, gotta too. Go yeah,
2: because there's, you know, like just making sure that the the conversations, you know, are really public around, you know, owning your own body. It's your, it is mm. your own choice and also standing up for your friends as well.
0: Mm.
2: Not being shamed. There's, there's so much shame. We carry so much shame as human beings and people want to point the finger all the time. Mm. You know, just to be able to, you know, say, hey, no, see, that's not okay. It's not okay to, um, you know, to take advantage of someone when they're really drunk. The whole kind of consensual thing, you know. like, And, and you know, unfortunately, there's been some horrific things that have happened in the world for us to have the conversation mm. publicly. You know, and if those, the, if those are the people that, you know, out of that, that you know, horrific situation, that's what's been born then. You know, I, I'm never glad that it happened, but you know, if there's the silver lining, that's it. Mm. You know, that you go, hold on a minute. No, that's not okay. And that you know, actually, do stay at the party and look after your friends, or make does it, whether they're screaming hell or high water, get them out of there before mm. they actually do pass out. Yeah. You know, um, and 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 you know, but, but, but you know, with you and Gigi or any one of our children, you know, it's like just to make sure that they can always talk to you about anything. Yeah. Like my son, he's six years old. At the moment. he goes, hey mom, can I tell you something? Now my answer to that now is always darling, you can tell me anything at any time.
1: Yeah, right answer.
2: I don't go, I just go, yeah. I just go, yep, you can tell me anything, anytime. He's, I don't think he's actually really listening to what I'm saying, but it's my little, you know, like get it in mantra. There. Keep get on it in saying it, keep yeah. on saying it, keep on saying it. You know, and finding ways, and I had to do this when my son was a teenager, finding ways that wasn't just sitting down and drilling him, you know, mm. like at home with my eyeballs going, come on, talk to me. But even the car, I, or I would, I became the taxi for him and his friends. Right. And, you know, people would be like, what are you doing that for? You've got to, you know, like, God, they can get the themselves there. I was like, no, no, no. What you don't see is that I'm now in the car and I'm listening to their conversations. I'm privy to what's going on, yeah. and they're all sitting there with their, you know, eyes forward. They're not feeling, no. you know, interrogated. And I just drop the little questions. there. I found out so much. Yeah. You know, and just just stay connected, stay connected, yeah. but without 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 seemingly being overwhelming or yeah. you know, too intrusive. But you know, you know, the, if you can, if. If your child feels like they can't, or your teen, or anyone in your life that feels like they can't come to you, then yeah, that's, that's a
1: real shame. Yeah, I would, I would, I told her already, I'm like, no matter where you are, hmm. no matter what time of day, I will come and get you. No yeah. matter what. If, what you're, if you're you've locked yourself in the back room of a house, I will come into that house and get you. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really, really will. And this is, you know, as, as someone who, and I've spoken about this before, but as, as someone, she's, she's not my biological kid. I would still jump in front of a train for her. Mm. And to, I was not expecting that to happen as quickly as it did, to have that feeling kick in over this this child, uh, to have that overwhelming instinct just arrive in – it was almost like like you were playing a video game, it was like secret level unlocked, whoop, and now all of a sudden you know, your brain is overtaken with this entirely new set of filters around the world like we were speaking about before. And mm. one of those things is I'd do anything to look after this child, yeah. absolutely anything, yeah. and to defend – tooth and nail, her ability to just, you know, enjoy the world. And part of that is also making me see the world and how white and heteronormative and male it is, you know, how skewed it is for this this little girl. And what Mm -hmm. she's facing as she goes, you know, into this world that is, is... Completely built for, policed by, and rigged for the benefit of white men. Mm.
2: But then there's also there's a, there are so many avenues now where it's not like that, mm. and it's you know it, it might be you that has to signpost those and go, hey, what about over here, sweetie? No. You know, look at this, look at this amazing young woman who's doing these incredible things. Like yeah. I just hear some of these voices now that are so strong, and I just go, oh wow, yeah. wow, we.
1: Good on you! I do some to, to try and try and rig it for people to come over and podcast at two p.m. over here. Yeah. So when she comes from, from school, oh well, Oh no, this is uh, Senator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come and look at this. Meet this person. I yeah, yeah, right. Oh, this person! Oh no, she invented something. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I always t- I try and I was trying, but I couldn't today, unfortunately. Otherwise, you would have been here. Mm, but, Otherwise, but, you way, yeah. would have been here when Gigi came right. home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and who's that? Um, I yeah, I, it's 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 teaching people to, to well, our youth, more importantly, that they do have a voice and it's valid, but yeah. not 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 too much self entitlement either. Ah,
1: yeah. You know, I
2: think, I think it's, you know, you've got to keep a, a fine balance.
1: Yeah, I think we talked for a little yeah. bit about your job, uh, which is why people would probably know who you are. Uh, what do you like the most about your job?
2: Oh, oh, uh, I think. Working with, collaboratively with people,
1: yeah,
2: um, and the investigation of humanity. Oh, really? I do. I, it's, it's so intriguing to me, and the fact I get to do it with characters and worlds, and then suddenly I forget that they're actually characters and it's made up. Uh-huh. I'm busting apart every single you know, cell of this character's being, and then I walk away at the end of the day going, "Oh, that's right. They're not even a real human
0: being. <laughs> it's actually just
2: something that I helped fabricate." Um, but, you know, but just. Investing in all these these worlds, and yeah. yes, they are, they're, they're make believe, but I like believing in them and, yeah. and making it so for the amount of time i part of the project, whether it be three weeks or six weeks or five months. Uh, you know, it's, it's just profoundly intriguing to me.
1: Yeah. And, Is that and, the part of the job that you'd do for free?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that that goes on without being paid. No, know? no, I'm just like yeah. saying oh. like
1: with every, with every gig I have, yeah. there's a part of it that i would, I, would just, I would just do this bit for free. Free. I'd, oh, yeah, totally. Everything else, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't yeah. mind that they pay me, uh. but the part, like for example, this conversation we're having right now, having a conversation mm. with you, I'd, you know, I do do it for free, yeah, yeah. This, this podcast, uh, but I have smaller versions of this on the radio every morning. All right, when I do my radio show. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that I, I just, oh, I fucking love that part. Yeah. Oh, that's the bit that I absolutely love. The kernel of it is the bit that I love. And same with, with telly. That connection that I have with people is, that's the bit, oh, I just love it. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know why just having that kind of. <gasps>
2: yeah, you know for me, because it's like, right, say right now, mm-hmm. this to me, yes, because it's discussing things. The world yeah. has been conscious about what's going on and different opinions and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's because I'm absolutely present. mm we might be thinking about the past and the future, but the conversation is present. Mm. And so, for me, in in work and the work that I do, a lot of the time, you know, when you're zoning in on like a scene or or the world of the characters, or you know, you're you're actually on set rehearsing it, you're choreographing the, you know, the 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 the, the structure of the scene. It's being absolutely present,
0: right?
2: As opposed to you know, perhaps being at home going, oh god, I've got the washing on, I've got to pay the tax, I've got to, uh, you know, just. <laughs> I like I like getting away from reality sometimes. Maybe that's it. No, but you maybe right. that's it. Oh god. But I struggle I struggle a with a
1: head that does that all day. Mm. The noise in my head is just fucking nuts. How do you turn it off? Drugs. <laughs> well, they're called they're called medications.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. But they're drugs. Yeah, right.
1: But, I don't know, the drug between drugs and difference between drugs and medications is that you it's a dr- it's, dr- it's Drugs the are illegal or illegal.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I I for me, I've been I just did this um I did a, a master class with this acting teacher who's highly regarded in my world yeah and uh and i it's because didn't it sound like are you living in a different world than me then why would i say in my world well, <laughs> in that world
1: well i don't know it's like if i was to talk about someone like i don't know if i was talking about someone like joe rogan you'd be like who i'm like oh just the god of all podcasting yeah but you're you like
2: in my world in my like world. how many worlds do we have right. here? Well, anyway sorry I'll, I've, okay. I've deviated from the conversation the What's the name of this
1: particular acting coach? Larry Moss. I've heard this name.
2: Yes, great, great, great. So coach I, of all
1: coaches. Coach he's he's all the coaches. guy, isn't he? He's, he's
2: the god. He's yeah. the guy. Isn't
1: he like Will Smith's guy and stuff oh, like that? Several Smith's yeah. guy. He's, he's, that blew my mind. The whole acting coach thing blew my fucking mind. Yeah, people well, have them. When I got to LA and I here I am thinking that everyone has had to do their years at Whopper or years at NIDA and da-da-da-da-da. And mm-hmm. da. Nope. I was in a Victoria's Secret catalogue. Now I stand on set with an earpiece and a lady says, nope, repeat exactly after me, look at that spot on the wall and say it this way, No, do it one more time, say it like this, put the emphasis on the the, okay, perfect, cut,
2: print. Done. Act. You're coached.
1: That's it, like someone getting coached to that level. Absolutely, And yeah. then this person's a great actor. I'm mm-hmm. doing the handy fingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you yeah. know, but that, the whole idea that there's an acting coach, it's like, oh, wow. Okay, so that's how they do it. I was, mm. I was wondering. Anyway, so Larry Moss, you're in the thing with Larry so, Moss.
2: Larry Moss, yes, and I, you know, like for me, when I work on a job and they say, yep, you've got your own acting coach, I'll be, yes, bring it on. Because right. I've never been granted that luxury, like most, I think, intimidating actors, uh, but... So, um, Larry I love Moss, that you use the word Moss. Antipodean. It's such thank a great word. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I, uh, Australia. Um, Daniel
1: from the Antipodes. <laughs> I'm living on two <laughs> rupee a day.
2: Currently residing in Van Diemen's Land. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, had done the scene, so I I, got, I managed to procure a scholarship for this particular wow. masterclass, which made me feel very chuffed about my ability to write an essay saying why I should actually get something. Uh, and uh, so did the masterclass, and at the end of it, he he was an incredibly generous human being, and 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 his way of working was not tear people down, which is you know, the, historically a lot of acting coaches do that, um, but to really highlight your um, strengths and and to be very generous and supportive with his feedback. Uh, And he said to me at the end, do you meditate? Because I think you should. And for me, I'm like, he must be the third person in the last three weeks to have said that to me. So when you go back to talk about drugs and meds Mm. and stuff like that and crazy head, I know I need to meditate. And I (laughs) try, I do maybe Two minutes in the morning, and two minutes two, at night. Two minutes, not is, even. Not two even. minutes is more than two okay, minutes. Okay, I mean twenty seconds.
1: <laughs> so there's this there's this app that my friend Rich. I heard my friend Rich talking about it. Uh, Here, it's called the Headspace app. All right, that's what the logo looks like. It's right there. It's like okay, a little so, orange dot.
2: So I'm going to pull out my phone because I think I've already downloaded the app. Okay, and it's about so as it's far put together by got.
1: a he's a he was a Buddhist monk, a Western guy that went and became full. I think Tibetan, like full on. Years and years and years and years and years up in the mountains. Yes. Came back to the West. Um, maybe I, I can't remember if he then, if he kept his vows or he became married or something, I don't know. But he's found a way to create uh, just guided meditation. And the way the app works, you just simply put the earbuds in and you just sit there and you listen to it.
2: I haven't got this one. So I'm going to, look, I'm actually
1: and you just pop, downloading pop it, on
2: it in the morning. right now.
1: You just do it in the morning. Get. Yeah, set the alarm 10 minutes early.
2: So I did. I did for a while. What about, I do
1: is I sit up in bed. Did you
2: pay for the? Did you pay for it? I
1: think I did. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because there's one that says you don't have to pay for it. Maybe I need to. I'll do the one I pay for. I will do yeah, this. But that's it's the one right there. No, that's yep, good. That's is it. that it? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah, do that. That's the Because one. so I did. I did. I went to see someone when I was in Melbourne, working in Melbourne, and uh, and she gave me some guided meditation based on some stuff that she'd done with me. Mm. When she was doing some hypnotherapy,
1: deep oh, yeah, relaxation yeah. stuff. Yeah, flexible, so it was all yeah.
2: guided by my own yeah.
1: needs and as like opposed that, to what she use thought. use the guided relaxation Please. voices. Yes. Now go like this with a descending cadence. Yes. <laughs> I'd like you to breathe slowly
2: now. Yeah, and feel know. where your lips touch. Are you yes. in Van Diemen's land? <laughs> So yes, hello, Frankie. Frankie. Um, so I did do that, and it was really beneficial. And then I think, what happens with me? I go great. I'm fine. Great. Thanks for <laughs> along. <laughs> I don't need that anymore. Uh, so, but I do. I found in the last few months, I've I've sort of wound right up again, yeah. and I do need to. So that when the head gets busy, I need to unbusy it and take that time out at the end of each day, yeah. and maybe in the morning just to have that time with myself because life, I've, yeah, I, and I make my life really busy because I love it. I, love, I actually really love life. But so much that I get to the point where I go, I don't. This is too overwhelming for me. What's going on? Oh, God, it's too much. I sent
1: that very email to my uh, uh, Haley, who looks after my calendar. I sent that to her this morning and I said to her, look, Audrey has f- pointed out that I'm getting ragged and cranky. Um, I need to do less. Can you help me put some white space in my calendar? Yeah, I'm terrified right. of white space in my calendar. Is it As because someone, then
2: you have to be stuck with yourself?
1: Yeah, and that I also used to be unemployed. And I think that every space <sighs> where I'm not working is, especially yes. in a seasonal business like the one I do, like the one yeah. you do, when you're like, this is a great job for the season. Yeah. Are we yeah. coming back next year? I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's mm. this yeah, always yeah. that. Mm. And so part of my, some percentage of my day, uh, usually I try to keep about 10 to 15% of my time for future business for like what am I creating, what's the thing that I'm doing myself that I can feel in control over, what project am I putting together so that if nothing else comes back, I can fly the flagpole and pitch that. You know, that's the thing. I hear your sister. you, sister. Know, you know what I mean? Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> otherwise, if I just sit around without having that project, even though that project <clears throat> never ever gets up, if I don't have that project, I feel so scared. Yeah. I feel so 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 scared. So
2: so the the fear though. What really is the fear? When you can stop and take that white the white space time mm. to really ask yourself and just go back and then go because of that. That that you know. Okay. So if I'm not. If, I'm, if I give myself the space, it means that I'm not doing anything. But if I'm not doing anything, does that mean the, the fear is I'm unemployed? If I'm unemployed, what does that mean? I'm not earning any money. If I'm not earning any money, then how am I going to survive? How am I going to look after my kids and my family?
1: Oh, so you know, I guess r- the voices r- in my head r- are loud enough r- for you to hear then. No,
3: <laughs> the, my voices.
2: Maybe we're just the same person. Good Lord. Oh, God, we've just been separated at birth. We've been spliced down the
1: middle. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah. But it takes it's taken Audrey to look at me and go, fuck, you've got to stop this. yeah. Because, yeah. you know, not only are you not – You know, you're getting sick, you're getting cranky, but also you're… You're You're
2: becoming really annoying.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're becoming really annoying, you know. And it's a really weird thing because this particular week, I was up in Brisbane. I'm in Brisbane for this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, this part of the year. So for about three months I'm up there at the start of the year, the start of the week. And I just missed ordering injuries so much. I just missed them so much. And I I live with my brother and his fiancée when I'm up there. I love being around my family up there. It's great, but I just miss these guys so much, so, so much. And I had that whole what am I being away from these two people for conversation in my head. what can't, yeah. can't be just the money. You know, what else am I – why am I doing this? Mm. And then I get back to be around these two people that I, I can't bear to be without and all I've done is filled my calendar full of shit so I can't <laughs> fucking spend time with them. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Welcome to being a
2: human. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we, we, we're, we're constantly at odds with ourselves and do things that uh, – look – my my investigations so far have led me to just a, a, a resounding oh fuck <laughs> you know, where does it end? Yeah. Where did it begin? Uh, you know, if I if I could I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even subject anyone to my own inner imaginations now of, of how I see the world and how I see myself and everything. And and you know what is and then and, and then of course, you know, I what I, I always defer to don't be so self-obsessed. Yeah. Why are you being so self-obsessed to think that, you know, you, you're having this little meltdown today right now or that, you know, you're not good enough or that you deserve better or you, you should have yeah. done more, or you could do less. Stop being so self-obsessed. And yeah. so it, it, it just comes back to this cyclic thing of I need more, I need to do less. I need to do more. I shouldn't be thinking this way. What you, and, and, it, and, it's, and it's become so, so noisy. Oh, yeah. no, I will go and do more. No, no, I won't yeah. do things for myself. I'll do things for other people. Yeah. But then I'm not doing enough for myself or my family. Yeah. So where does it stop? Well, <laughs> well, I'm hoping with this little
1: <laughs> Headspace. Headspace app. Yeah, and also not using my phone or turning my phone off.
2: That, that's a good start. I've I've, yeah. I've tried to um, emancipate myself from my phone a little bit more, mm. and it wasn't because I recognised it in myself. It wasn't until I jumped on some public transportation the other day and I looked around and I went, oh, I feel like I'm in that movie that I saw 25 years ago where everyone was looking at little screens, yeah. and now they are. Now they
1: are, yeah. I take the train in Brisbane and everyone's just like... Whoo.
2: In and the and, then I, and then I got, I got to this moment where I went, oh, look at me. I'm a high and mighty just looking at everyone, looking <laughs> outward, not looking inward at my own universe in a little screen.
0: Yeah.
2: And then I went, what a wanker I
1: am. <laughs> <laughs> Even thinking like that. <laughs> what a bastard. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have anyway, to let you go. It's 1 o'clock. You've been here great. for ages, which is awesome. Oh, great. Look, you're going to have to come back because we need to talk about um, people that we both know, we need to talk about Dan McPherson. Okay. Uh, we need to talk about Jet Wilkinson. Yes. We need to talk about so many things. Okay. To, did, did you make a TV show over in that park?
2: I did. Yeah, I did and it's, to, to, and it's showing, yeah, it's, it's showing yeah. at the moment.
1: We need to talk about how we I almost that. made that TV show until we were just about to pitch it and then someone said, that really looks like a, 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 a script for Blackfellow. Oh, Blackfella. you really
2: wanted it, to we do were, the... We were that oh. close. I had the rights to the
1: Greg Callahan book.
2: No. Yeah. It's always the way. We were, well, that's, you know... <gasps> so we well, I, okay, there's an interesting one because um, I'm, I've just finished reading this book by, um, oh, what's her name? Elizabeth. Hmm. She, wrote, she wrote this book called Big Magic and mm. it's about ideas. Like when you have mm. an idea and you go, oh, God, I had that idea but someone else mm. made it. And the thing of, you know, working on ideas that they're all well, – it's a great thing. – out there. Yeah, you yeah. just need to move on it real quick. I, well, no,
1: but it, it, it made me think that uh, me and Charlie, who I was working on it with um, – that oh good, we're on we're on at least we're, our brains are in the right zone that yeah, we're yeah. on the right wavelength that we're on the money and that it you know I'm in, I'm in the right area yes and um and but you know ultimately uh, deep water is the film we're talking about the the television the TV- show we're talking
2: about ah, can I just interrupt you because i just saw steve jobs not to be confused the with the jobs, one. yes. Yeah. And so here you had two films about the same guy. Couldn't be more different. Couldn't be more different. Yeah. It made in the same year, even with the same title practically. Yeah. They just put his first name in.
1: Yeah. I guess. So
2: you know, and and
1: bigger market, harder to get funding for a show. <laughs> <laughs> harder to <I've> screen screen <laughs> New South Wales.
2: It's like that. You could just call it shallow water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the thing that did make us, you know, and ultimately what we were very happy about was like we don't fucking care as long as the story gets told. There you go. Because that's the thing yeah, that yeah. was most horrific uh, when I first read the book about ten years ago. I was learning, well. there's very altruistic of you Well, be. when I was living on Knotts Avenue just down the road, I was afraid to sleep at night because I surfed with, um, and you know there are still men who are of that age. The thing that, that that would have known that things were going on up there. All right, and the thing yeah. that blows my mind the most about that story. Um, we're talking about the, the murders that happened at Marks Park, which is just over there um, from our no, house. I can, I
2: can see it. You can right see it. Here, um,
1: yeah, The thing that happens about the murders at Marks Park is that there were groups of people mm. and in some of those groups there were women. And I, I imagine, I always imagine it, that she's now, she'd be a little older than me, she'd be maybe 45. Mm-hmm. Um, she's living up at Terrigal or something like that and she's watching SBS, she's watching yeah, Deepwater right. and she's yeah. like, I can't tell anybody that I was there mm. and she fucking knows, mm. you know. And that's the thing. These people are still alive. They're still yeah. are in our society. Running around. Running around. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just makes my stomach churn, mm. you know.
2: And, it, you know, the other thing too, that, you know, and, and with any kind of gang mentality too, like, yes, I guess there's there's blood on so many people's hands mm. and there are some that were driving it and some that probably felt very pressured to go with that kind of, mm. you
0: know,
2: point Of view, yeah, people that feel very pressured or they, they they you know they they haven't they're not standing on both their legs very strong, you know they yeah. just get waved. Uh, they were like it's, it's 17 very, or 15, yeah, I think you know, a lot of that, then, you know, it's still going on. Uh, you know, there are, there are pods all over the world that are you mm. know that center around trying to terrorize other people because these people have so much fear themselves,
1: yeah. So, today, yeah. I think what we've learned from this conversation, yes, is to just uh to meditate, yes, and to just. Just go out today and, and do something. You don't have to hug a stranger in an airport. That's fine. You don't have to do that. No. That's, that's advanced skill level. That's a Danielle level. Uh, you could just
2: look across the way and go, that person looks really attractive. And I'm single and they look single, so I'm going to go over there and go, Hi, you just look like you need a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an old-fashioned Tinder
1: <laughs> getting rid of dinner. T- anyway, sorry. You I'm can just be kind to someone. Be kind to someone you don't know. All right.
2: Here I am taking it to the next level. No, be, no, kind be kind to, someone, you don't be know. Kind to someone Yeah, yeah. Be kind to of someone you don't know. And don't and and, and stand on your own two feet. Please. Don't don't be too swayed by other people's opinions. You can come, come any time, get... and I'm sure you're Frank welcome. would
1: appreciate uh, the dog to come. I thought.
2: I just realized I started to get really hungry. And I went. Hi, you know my my nana always told me never turn up to someone's house empty-handed. So I did actually bring a bag of popcorn, but I left it in my bag. That's fine. But you probably don't eat popcorn. <laughs> <I> <laughs> eat popcorn.
1: That's not, not a flat. Wow, you brought popcorn <laughs> too? Oh, you're the sweetest. Yeah, it's All my right. so anyway. I, I'm just gonna shoot your photo real quick and then okay. you can get back on your yeah, motorbike yeah. and get cool. out of here. Yeah, yeah. Beauty, thank you. Thank you. And that was Danielle Cormack find her on Twitter D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-C-O-R-M-A-C-K let her know that you heard her here I hope you like the show I think she's great isn't she a great human being I know it was a long one you might have had to get through this in a couple of listens that's fine Uh, thanks to everybody that supports the show on Patreon if you got this far um, this show is only brought to you by people that support the show on Patreon I'd ask that you consider helping out if this show has been of some value to you for as little as five bucks a month you can get access to exclusive episodes and exclusive content, and um, you're really helping me out because I can't, I don't have the time to make this show without Andy, my producer, and you listening on the Patreon supporting team, you help me pay Andy, well you pay Andy, without you there's no Andy, so thank you, because without you there's no podcast, so I guess this week I'd ask you to, I guess here's what I'm going to try and do, it's up to you whether you want to do it. I'm going to be trying to be more mindful of others this week. I'm going to allow others to make their own choices. I'm going to, as much as I can, try to be careful of those choices so they don't carelessly hurt others. That's what I'm going to give a shot this week. Until we talk next time, thanks for listening this far. Sleep well and dream of beautiful things.